welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. She entertains the nation on her tea time show and she also presents her own book show between the covers on BBC Two and iPlayer. But for now, she's putting down her Jackie Collins and she's sitting back and flicking through the in-flight magazine on Alan Air. Welcome on board, Sarah Cox! Final boarding call for Sarah Cox. Final boarding call for Sarah Cox. Sarah Cox, please make her way to the Alice Air Terminal. Thank you. Sarah Cox, welcome on board. Thank you. What a lovely plane you have. Lots of cushions. <laughs> yeah, I love a scatter cushion, me. <laughs> what is your etiquette for getting on a plane? What do you like? What do you take? Do you take a Kindle? Ooh, a book? Yeah. So definitely take a fully, fully loaded iPad. Yeah. And um, I never go anywhere without um, earbuds to block everything out. Yes. So I'll have earbuds that I can listen to my iPad on. Have you noticed with earbuds, they've added that little knobbly bit at the end yes. so they do stay in? Because I was actually folding over my face to keep them in my ears. They kept falling out. Can't you clench your ears? No, I <laughs> But, you know, you'd see people like, and, um, you know, in the advert, they're like abseiling, you know, doing cartwheels and they say, and I would fart and mine had come out. <laughs> Yeah, they're noise cancelling those bits on them. It's good. It's, yeah. it's block everything out. Um, but I love an earbud just so I can sleep. I can't. I can't sleep if I know that I've not got an earbud with me, and I'm the same on a plane. I actually once wore <laughs> earbuds yeah. uh, um, a spin class yeah. because the woman was so loud on a little Madonna mic and was screaming at me. That oh. I thought I just discreetly the next time I went, I popped in a couple of like the orange foam yeah, ones yeah. and put them in. They're luminous, so they might have thought I was joining in with like the rave vibe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and her mic was distorted, so I thought, oh, I'll block this out a bit. Oh. I got the general gist. We're just on a you bike. Do it's get not rocket science. No, I mean, you can only cycle, can't you, love? <laughs> Are you quite a sympathetic traveller? Like, if it's a short haul flight, will you still put your seat back, even though, you know, someone behind will have their journey spoiled? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good question. You know what? I um I am annoyingly like nice and considerate like that. Yeah. I won't really put it back. But if the person in front of me starts, then it's like a Mexican wave. <laughs> and everybody starts it, don't yeah. they? Just an inch. Yeah. And you do a solid yeah. little glance. What I won't put up with is people who don't control their kids. Oh, right, okay, yeah. So I don't care how cute the kid is. I don't really care about OPKs, other people's kids, not interested. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Quite like my own most of the time. Because kids are like farts. You don't mind your own. (laughs) Exactly that. (laughs) I'm going to get that tattooed on me somewhere in Hebrew or something beautiful. (laughs) But if the kid is stood on the seat facing Mm. backwards watching me, if it's on the row in front, I don't care. You know, I'm just like, I don't want to see your face. No, no, no. I'll, I'll nod once. Kirkley. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do the smile, hello, and then, then come on, sit down, look after your kids. Yeah, dis- I discourage it. Mm. Try and look stern from then on in. I always get someone like with War of Peace trying to put that in the thing behind, oh, you're really scaling your vertebrae as you're like sitting there. 
Can the lady in the noise-cancelling earbuds please move your seat? Madam, with the noise-cancelling earbuds, can you please move your seat? So tell us, right, where have you travelled? I read your book. Oh, thanks. Till the Cows Come Home, A Lancashire Childhood. Because unlike, you know, you do get celebrities get books sent to them. And I do actually read the books that people send me. And of course you do Between the Covers, yeah. which sounds like a Jackie Collins book, doesn't it? <laughs> do you take books with you? Um, do you find your holidays a perfect time for reading books or can you switch off? Well, the, it used to be um, before I became a parent and now more and more as the kids are getting bigger, I can read more on holiday. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. But when I was like, sort of, what would I have been like? Sort of mid, late 20s, before kids, I would like... And it was before, it was quite a while ago, and it was before having, like, a you know, an e-reader or whatever. Mm. So I would take, like, four or five whopping novels with yeah, me yeah. and take things out so I could fit the books in oh, there. just like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was just so lovely just to lose yourself. I mean, it was in a Jackie Collins or a <laughs> Jilly Cooper. <laughs> it wasn't 100 Days of Solitude. <laughs> I remember when I went backpacking around Mexico. How insane is this? Throwing away very good <laughs> pair of shorts to put in memoirs of a geisha. I mean, how gay is that? Throw the book away, but you just thought, oh, it's a book. And I don't know. Well, you obviously love You books. had to fashion some pants out of the pages you'd read. Just, <laughs> yeah. like, stick them on. So um, have you ever been inspired by uh, a book to travel somewhere? Oh, I tell you what, Victoria Hislop and the island, it's set in Greece, in Crete. Yeah. And the island, I think, Spinalonga, yeah. is, it was a leprosy colony. All right. <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, there's less. I just want to get away from COVID. I'm going to sponge a What's it called? There's less bits to rub Factor 50 on if they're all dropping off, I guess. No, there's no lepers there now, but it's no, fine. It was God. a leprosy well, colony. Yeah, yeah. And her I know book... we have a lot of lepers listening, so yeah. <laughs> her book is all about this tiny island off of Crete, and I got. I bought the book. I don't know which came first, the book or the holiday, but I ended up sitting on my balcony reading about this little leper colony across the water and looking at the island. Across yeah. the water as I read it. It was amazing. It's amazing when you're somewhere like that. I mean, I read, um, oh, it's got House of Gins or something. It's not gin as in gin. It's gin, House of Ghosts. When I was in India. And when you read a book that you're there, it just brings it alive. I yeah. can't recommend it more. You know, I decided for once to be a bit organised and take that. But... We'd... Hopefully people will buy Till the Cows Come Home and go to Bolton to well, read yes. it. <laughs> look at the A666. Oh, lovely. It's a traffic oh, rumble. Yes. <laughs> Your boom time. Because talking of that book, obviously you are a beautiful woman, Thank so you. I knew. But modelling, I didn't know I was modelling in Japan and Korea. Well, not Japan because my boobs are too big. I actually got told that. So my boobs are too big for oh. Japan. They let um, me in. <laughs> I thought I'd seen you somewhere before. Those Japanese catalogues. <laughs> so they sent me to South Korea, you know, yeah. Seoul, capital, mm. you know, fashion capital of the world. <laughs> Not. Um, so, yeah, so I went to South Korea and I worked there uh, two separate trips and about five months in total. Mm. It's amazing. But, you know, if I went there now, I'd be all like, oh, let's really, you know... 
drink in the culture, but I just I just drank their booze. I didn't, I didn't want any culture. All this amazing, unusual food. Yeah. And I was just like, there's not even a McDonald's here. It's rubbish. Because <laughs> you know you're 19. That's oh like, God, you just yeah. don't don't care. What's been your biggest surprise um, traveling wise? Because I heard is it Oman? You had a lovely time there. Oh, Oman was lovely. But um, I did go full Claire from Homeland. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just says on the advice, because it's a Muslim country. Of course, yeah. They just say dress modestly. <clears throat> well, I loved it. I really went for it. Yeah. Even some of the locals were a bit like, all right, love, relax. <laughs> Tone it down a bit. <laughs> Are you a bit hot? <laughs> Oh, I should have brought a picture. I had like so, like scarves yeah, on my lovely, head and wrapped yeah. around my neck, and these long sleeve shirts. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and loose trousers. <laughs> I mean, my husband was like, "Oh, good <laughs> <laughs> job it wasn't our honeymoon." <laughs> it's a bit like, um, but, but I, because I've been to Oman, yeah, and it's a bit like you know when you go there and it says be respectful and everything, and I'll say this lovely hotel, the people were so friendly, and then, you know, the man gave me the wine list in the hotel, and I was like, do I have wine? But you know, you, yeah. I think you build yourself up into this very weird kind of thing, and the man didn't give a shit, and I was like. White wine, please. And he gave me the wine list. You know, it's not prohibition, Alan. He went, yeah, it's coming up. Very nice. I'm like, yeah, can you put it in a cup, a mug? <laughs> in a sippy cup, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what about the heat, though? The thing is, because I, I went there to do this um, event and Paloma Faith was there. And, I was, and she's such a laugh, Paloma. And I said, hey, we're going to have the best time in Oman. That heat knocked me out. It was like weekend at Bernie's. I was <laughs> I was asleep. I just kept falling asleep. And it was like I just on the sunlight. My body didn't. It's like being in a kiln. Yeah. What what time of year did you go? We went Fucking Christmas. Me, I don't know. <laughs> summer. August or something. <laughs> yeah, August. That's or, <laughs> honestly, I mean, I've never known anything like it. Yeah. I mean, the locals don't come out in August. They're like, no, thank you. I'm going to just stay indoors. Yeah, but you know what we're like Brits abroad, yeah, get oh, the oh, chip yeah. on Alan. Alan, Alan, Alan. We had a night, we had a breeze. It was lovely where we were. We were on the beach. We had a lovely breeze coming through and we could cool off in the sea, although some days something had been released somewhere. We were told not to go in the water. It was very frothy, which does make you think, how's it fine the next day? <laughs> One day it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like Springfield nuclear plant is up the road and the next day you're like, it's fine, go and drink that yeah. stuff. What about that sea snot that's in Turkey? Apparently that's affecting everything. No, I've not even heard of that. No, no, (laughs) this is not me spreading malicious rumours. It's not like I'm planning on going to Turkey. I'm devastated. Can we go anywhere? Can we go anywhere? I'd I'd settle for sea snot. I'm so desperate to get away. (laughs) Oh, because I'm wading through sea snot. I can't even say it. this place then called St Paul de Vance. It sounds like a very gay old man who runs a nightclub. <laughs> Hi, I'm Vance. St Paul de Vance. <laughs> oh a character God, from Duty Free. In the 80s, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. I bet he had a toupee on as well. <laughs> yeah, a pink ruffled shirt. <laughs> St Paul de Vance. It's, uh, well... You love it there, don't you? It's, it's a place really, you go back to Yeah, again, beautiful again. place. So you land at Nice and it's not too far from sort of Cannes, south mm. of France, kind of. Of. Mm. Um, and I basically married very well because Ooh. my husband's 
dad had a place up in the hills there, like a beautiful holiday home. And uh, we went there year after year. I'd go oh. go sometimes with my family mm. and the kids. Other times I'd go with a bunch of my best girlfriends. Mm. When I was there with the family and kids, I'd be like, oh, I can't wait, come back here with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> As I peeled another potato on my own in, in the sweltering kitchen. <laughs> I've done that before. You sort of stop yourself and say, oh, this would be great to come with people I like. Yeah. <laughs> Not with you, lot. Um, and it's just absolutely beautiful and amazing. I mean, it kind of happens, doesn't it? Something happens when you turn sort of 40, where you wake up and suddenly you like you like mint tea. <laughs> and you're like, yes, I quite fancy doing a crossword. And something else that happens is that you care about views. Yes. I mean, when you're 17, you don't give a shit about views. But um, suddenly yeah. I'm just like, oh, a view. And this yeah. would just be sort of these green hills of... In, oh, it's just absolutely beautiful, of lush forests, and you just get the odd little building spotted around, but a nice building, yeah, you know, not, yeah. a, not a McDonald's or a, not a co-op, no, but like no. a beautiful little... But France, they do it. When you go over there, I mean, you know, if you've driven ever down driven to the south of France, you, you could stop at any village, and it is charming, and you wonder, like, if you come to England... You know, because they're, they're always on, built on top of a hill in France. They, they don't go after the dollar. There's not golden arches. And it just, they seem to have it right. And it all yeah. feels a bit local. Yeah, And I love yeah. it. And, you know. You do feel local. You go to, went to the shop, like this local little shop, and yeah. they'd have all the fruit and veg there. And it used to uh, sort of blow this sort of cold droplets, this mist all over the fruit. Yeah. So it was like the fruit was in stars in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, today. <laughs> Tonight I'm going to be a mango. mango. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All the locals are in there and it's lovely. You pay, like, 34, you know, euros for a raspberry, but it's just worth it for the experience. And um, there's, a love, there's a place called the Column Door, which is this really famous restaurant that has got Picassos up on the wall because he used to live near there. And when he was a poor artist, um, he like he'd go there for his like you know for his petit déjeuner, oh. and he wouldn't have any money in his pocket, so we'd just knock out a quick painting for him or a quick drawing like, oh, have this for me. Oh, <laughs> I do that at Burger King when yeah. I can't afford. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> We'd rather have some money. <laughs> Knock, knock. <laughs> okay, security. <laughs> yes, I'm pressing the button under the desk. So we talk Korea and we've talked south of France. Mm. Now, obviously, everyone knows you are a Lancashire girl, and obviously, we want it to be very inclusive. Tell us a, a UK gem in Lancashire somewhere, your little secret. It can be a town, it can be a walk, it could be a church, it can be a bay, it could be anything. Something that you like there that you, no one really knows. What well, does no one really knows about? But something. You want to rave about? Oh, I was going to say I'd be stuck, uh, a bit stuck if it's like nobody knows about it because I'm like, have you heard of Blackpool? (laughs) (laughs) What is this place? (laughs) It's a little gem (laughs) hidden away uh, because we'd always go there when we were little and just still there's, uh, I really want to take my own kids there because it'll just have forever have a little place in my heart. Uh, Can I just say the amount of people we've had here who mention Blackpool? 
example. It's so Jessie funny, Ware, yeah. Robbie Williams. They are all like, there's something about that place. I know it's easy to like moan mm. and take the piss out of, but actually I have very fond memories there. Yeah, we should all meet up. It should be. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get in a <laughs> Life's the... a Beach WhatsApp Life's group. Hi, Robbie. <laughs> the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to St Paul de Vaughan, especially in Blackpool. <laughs> um, I, I guess closer to home, sort of up over um, the sort of, well, actually, it's not even near... I've not really got anywhere near Bolton. I mean, the best thing to have to Bolton was the drive through McDonald's on Blackburn Road, which changed my life <laughs> and which made me not want to travel because my sister was off travelling um, sort of, uh, you know, during her uni years and just after, and I was literally like... They've just opened a drive through Why do we want to go yeah. anywhere in the world? We've got everything we need here in Bolton. <laughs> but she actually then, um, she took me to Paris as part of her degree and she mm. took me out one night and um, she made me eat this sort of beef and have a little sip of red wine. And I felt like sort of the scales fell away from my common <laughs> muck eyes. And I was suddenly like, oh, this is nice. And I had to wander around Paris on my own all day before, you know, before mobile phones, God, I sound so old. <laughs> Just with like a few francs and they uh, hadn't the built money. the Eiffel Tower yet. <laughs> yeah. It was half built. <laughs> <laughs> Arc de Triumph, just a pile of rubble. <laughs> All in black and white. <laughs> and I was wandering around, and because I had to find my way around just with a little map and a little metro yeah. map. How romantic, though. So, and I loved it, and that's what made me think oh, actually, there is life beyond, you know, yeah. the walls of Bolton. I'm afraid, madam, in first class, we don't serve McDonald's. Maybe you should go down to economy. <laughs> You're like my other half. You love horses, don't yes. you? Have you ever incorporated a horse holiday or anything? Or is, do you want to go anywhere where there's horses? Yes. Well, what I have done, I've done um, a weekend. They do it over Dartmoor and it's amazing. Oh, nice. It's beautiful. Uh, and I've got my own horse now and she's from down that way. She's from Devon. So she'd be able to cope with the rough terrain. But when I've done it before, it's like endurance riding for two days. They lend you these incredible horses that are from the local hunt. So they know the way around. Yeah. It's called, it's Liberty Trails, it's called. Yeah. All over Dartmoor, and um, this is uh, this is called the Dartmoor Derby, and it's sort of based on the Mongolian Derby. But on the Mongolian Derby, you're on ponies that are kind of wild. Oh god! So they have a lot of like hospital tents because yeah. people like breaking bones all over <laughs> the place. Yeah. And I think they just give you a walkie-talkie and they set you off across Mongolia like a few hundred <laughs> miles, like see you at the other end. This is just Dartmoor, yeah. you know, not just Dartmoor, but safe as in yeah, they know yeah. where you are. You've got a leader with you the whole time. Yeah. And then there's canapes and champagne. Like, and then you get back on your arse after lunch. I might get this for my other eye. He doesn't oh. listen to this podcast, so I'm fine. I can say it. That would be a nice thing for him. He would love it. Yeah, it's incredible. And the horses are beautiful as well. It's Do brilliant. they have like ones for like people like me? Uh, no, no. <laughs> you went fat. No. Un- <laughs> untrained. <laughs> It's going to go muscular and <laughs> yes, that's it. Yes, that's it. Very masculine. Yes. Yeah, well, I had a love. The first time I went, I don't. I, they didn't know whether I could ride properly or not. They didn't know if I was just one of those, you know, sleb types saying, oh, yeah, I've got horses and that. They put me on this massive, big piebald, but it was called Tetley. So that gave you a clue that he wasn't that sort of, <laughs> like, wild. You know, he was, he was like a massive cup of tea yeah. uh, and was uh, lovely and just sort of took me around. But, yeah, they've got amazing horses. You other half would absolutely love it. 
Oh, I'm going to do that. Then, so yeah. nice. So I want to go back there and take my own horse to that. Um, what about abroad? Would like Arizona or somewhere so, like that? That's meant yeah. to be Patagonia's meant to be something really? else. South America. <gasps> well, I've heard that you can ride across Spain. There's something you. The problem is, I do get vertigo, so I can't go. Now, how, how high is the horse? <laughs> Three stories going through Benidorm. (laughs) (laughs) So if there was like, if it was like mountainous terrain. Oh, I see. Not yes, I. Yeah, you'd have to. I get vertigo. You know where you want to jump off things. They'd have to like gaffer tape me to the to the saddle, stop me from doing that. So I don't want anything that's going to be scary like that. But a long time in the in the saddle, I'm fine. They do something in Spain, but I've got a feeling that might be going over like mountainous region I do like the idea of working on a ranch oh yeah well like in a, Texas or somewhere yeah. do they even do that there you be a cowgirl so... you know what I mean like, yeah beans around the campfire at night oh <laughs> Calamity Jane did you yeah. like that film maybe I've seen too, too many films <laughs> 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 but where you go and you you move the cattle for grazing oh yes and because there is a western, you know, on this uh, Liberty Trail thing over Dartmoor, so a few of them were riding western style, which What's is that? so you have um, it's a, a different saddle, so it's got a big horn up at the front oh. between your legs that you can kind of sit deep oh, into. Oh, like and, in the movies. Yeah, and it comes up behind you as well, so it really sort of holds you in a bit, like you know, like a like a sort of sumo nappy. You know, they've got a big bit there Ooh, holding like you a, in place. Oh, I um, and it's a different style where you you steer them in a different way. Well, I ride side saddle, <laughs> as I do on Boris bikes. <laughs> I would love to go there when you're doing that and freak out and get a bow and arrow and just fire it. Can you imagine freak everyone out and go smoke signals from behind a rock? Oh, in the, <laughs> oh, on the ranch. Yeah. I don't mean Dartmoor. Oh, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Howdy, ma'am. Welcome to Dartmoor. <laughs> Does Sarah Cox complain? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. Uh... I'm not trying to sit you up, but just like, you know, smelly rooms, noisy rooms, will you say? Or oh, do you get your other half to do it? Because no. I get the other half to do it. No, what happens is he loads the gun and I fire it. That's oh, it's the other way around with us. Yeah. 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 So what, do you drive your other half mad? Yeah, and then and when then... you're shouting at the people, I go, oh, Paul, leave it. It's not that bad. <laughs> That's what happened to me first of all. It's so annoying. That's what so... you like, Paul? I love chewing gum on a pillow. <laughs> I'm saying, just ignore him behind him after I've wound him up and like, have a go. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, that's basically yeah. I'm that woman who's then complaining while her husband's doing a hmm, time of the month face behind me or something. I'm like, right. Well, you know what are you supposed to do? See, Ben's dad says, you know, I don't... So my my father-in-law, I don't think he'll ever sit at the first table he's given at a restaurant or stay in the first room he's given. That's supposed to be a rule that you follow. It's yeah, that's, complicated oh, for the staff, that does sound isn't a bore, it? Like, yeah, yeah. Because then you, you get these little tips like turn up with a neck brace and you'll get a better seat on the plane. <laughs> I'm lucky if I remember my passport, let alone like a fake neck brace. <laughs> you know what I mean? Crunches. You're lucky I'm here on time, love, let alone, oh, my neck. <laughs> One of those arrows through your head that you get Halloween. I was in Dartmoor and <laughs> <laughs> Native American <laughs> shot me. <laughs> Side saddle across the moors and suddenly. 
this sounds terrible, but the place I've had to complain the most, you wouldn't think it was Bahamas. No. I think it'd be absolutely, because it's really expensive there. Yeah. And I think the more expensive things are, the more you feel you want it perfect. Yeah. Because you treat yourself. It's a treat, isn't it? It's a treat. It's a massive, it's a massive big treat. And yeah. It's expensive. So you, and you get there and you're tired and you want it to be lovely. So I try when I get into a room, take into account that I might be a bit tired from the flight mm. and a bit raggedy. And after a shower, things might feel a bit better but if not then I go full mm. throttle yeah um, but the, uh, but yeah the Bahamas was like um, we we went out on the balcony I was like what's that noise and I looked down and there was a roof just below our balcony that had those massive industrial fans oh no that must have been pumping out from some of the restaurants or something so you just get a whiff or whatever was you know grilling oh. that afternoon and it was noisy as well yeah. like ringing my mum it's all right. She's like, where are you? She's like, I was in the back of a 747. She's like, you're just getting on the plane. No, this, it's my relaxing balcony. It cost me a million pounds and I hate myself now. Because I'm all up for holiday in the UK. I was, a, I was ahead of the curve of COVID. I yeah, was banging yeah. to the UK before everybody yeah. jumped on that one through force. Mm-hmm. Um, but my husband wasn't. He's always like, look, we have to go away. We have to mm. go and find some sunshine. Yeah. I was like... Get a cagoule on. Come on, come we'll be on. fine. Yeah. Stay in the UK. So when I do splash out, I really want it to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. My pet hate is that in, in America, especially when you, Americans, Americans. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ugh. Who knew Americans was full of Americans? Now, when you turn up to a hotel. And you just want to go to your room. You've been on a long flight and then they want that credit card thing. And I'm like, well, let me just pop upstairs and drop my case off, have a shower, then I can do it. But they want it now. And you're like, you've had half the money already. I'm not going to fucking chain myself to the minibar. I'm like, ah, squatters' <laughs> rights down with the patriarchy. Just let me have a strip wash and come back down. But they're like, hmm. That's why I hate. Just let me in my room because I have yeah. technically paid for that room because yeah. you had a massive chunk of my credit card. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Why is right <laughs> up? I like the ones when they wait in there for you with like a, a, a glass of carver or whatever. That's nice, isn't yeah. it? When you first get there and they give you a drink. Well, it happened to be in, in India. I turned up there and they popped, this is quite a nice hotel, they popped a turban on and gave me a bindi like that. And, the thing, and then I was just so scared of cultural appropriation that I was just like hiding behind this pillar because I can imagine like sick Alan mocks. And I'm like... The hotel manager has done this himself. You're like, like this story. Go on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sick Alan. Look at him. You know? <laughs> but that's what I'm like, you know, I was terrified. <laughs> so you love a staycation then. So where do you sort of go? Do you go Devon, Cornwall way or Dorset? Or do you go up north? What? So I used to go, when I was little, we'd go to Cornwall a lot. And we, oh, nice. we'd have our tent. And oh, my uncle Trevor, who's no longer with us, but he had this magnificent trailer tent, which mm. felt like something, uh, a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like, in my memory, you press a button and it unfolded yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with all the beds made and, like, a vase of flowers. But it wasn't. It was more technical. You know, you know, you had to faff with it a bit. But to me, that was like, wow. Um, and I really love I really love camping and love... I quite like a little caravan site. Yeah. I'd never take my husband. He's too well brought up. He, yeah. You know, I think if you're working class, I think if you're a bit posher, you're sort of skiing 
and yeah. you're Florida, mm, you know, no, and you're away no, no. at Christmas, especially if you're Jewish. A lot of my, you know, my husband's Jewish, yeah. loads of my Jewish friends, they'll all just, when you can go away, they'll all just get out of town when it's yeah. Christmas and just go somewhere hot. Yeah. But I'm much more like, I quite like a little poodle to like the Isle of Wight or yeah. to Dorset and go to... We were great, you know, Yarmouth and Stanton Babacoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Devon, yeah. And a static caravan, you know, on a caravan site where you can give, the kids can go off to the arcade for an hour. If you're with a girlfriend and with all the kids, um, although there was, um, we did have one year where we had a tummy bug which funnily enough that was the last year we went in two static caravans (laughs) (laughs) with six kids oh no two yeah me and my mate and um one by one we all it was like a zombie film we all came down with it the adults actually swerved it but at one point you know like four of the six kids were just sat there with a a washing up ball and a bucket yeah no um and on the way home you know just kind of so that was pretty horrific. But otherwise, I do quite like... I like a confined space to try and cook, cook your beans in. <laughs> yeah. Who needs more than two rings to make a Sunday roast? <laughs> I'd really wanted to go to Anglesey for ages. Because I kept people kept texting into the radio about Anglesey and I kept thinking, oh, it looks lovely there. I really want to try it. So we went um, a couple of weeks ago for half term. So we went up to Anglesey and stayed... In, well, he described it on Airbnb as Gypsy Caravan, mm. but I didn't know again if that if I was allowed to call it that, so mm. I just kept calling it the hut <laughs> awkwardly. <laughs> I don't say it on air. I thought, I don't know if you're allowed to say that, but I think it works. It's like a traditional, you know, and the other yeah. one was a hobbit's house. Well, I don't want hobbits getting upset with me. I know, I know. <laughs> it's a minefield. <laughs> so I went with my sister, and there was like the five kids, and we were in these two little hut things in Anglesey, and it was beautiful. And we went, we went to the beach, and of course, the minute you get to this sandy beach is beautiful but it's Wales and it? it's why it's so green because it rains so much yeah yeah well it started drizzling and then it got a bit heavier and me and my sister both there I've got pictures of us in with our hoods up with our cagoules <laughs> at one point I've got my little dog bless her she had to go between my legs and under a under a picnic blanket Aww. just a shelter anyway it blew off and it was fine yeah 17 <laughs> year old still hates me <laughs> she didn't want to come she wanted to go to a party <laughs> drink fruit side like, no, you'll come to a hut with all your family. Because that is the thing, is it? Hut now. You've got shepherd's hut, you've got yeah. hobbit hut, you've got gypsy yeah. hut. Yeah, there's all these. I don't know why they're leaving their huts, but. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, and I got there way too early. I was meeting my sister at half one for lunch. I got, got to Clan Dudno for half 11. I'd got my kids in the car at 6 a.m. Engines running, running, I call it. I say, engines running six. I'm a tyrant. My dad's like that. Beat the traffic. Yeah. That's <laughs> Come on, beat the traffic, beat the traffic. It's like 4 a.m. What? It's only us and milk floats out. <laughs> this is your captain speaking. We are on our final approach to our destination. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. about to land, Sarah, so we've got to just just got time for this uh, quick fire round. I'm the only one who believes I'm on the plane. <laughs> mojito or minty? Oh, mojito. Factor 50 or chip fat? Oh, factor 50. Water sports or water waste of time? <laughs> well, <laughs> water sports. <laughs> you know what I mean. Hammock or honeymoon suite? Oh, 
basically just like roughing it or... Oh, honeymoon sweet. Yeah. Amazon Hype or Amazon Prime? <laughs> I don't even know what these mean. This hell. Do you go for a little wonder <laughs> or will you stay at home and watch a box um, set? You know what? We do, not, we do know, like, on our honeymoon we kept going. We went to Mallorca and we loved to go off for a little walk for, for an hour or so. So, yeah, a little hike like that. Yeah, can I just ask you, mm-hmm. Mallorca? The residencia. Did, yeah, oh, well, we Jeez. had Matthew Williamson on here. Did you see Catherine Zeta-Jones or Michael Douglas? He's lived there for years and they live... He's never... He's seen their dog, but he hasn't seen them. <laughs> no, I've not seen... I mean... I like going to Chiswick just to see Anton Deck, so that's even more exotic to go try and spot Michael Douglas. <laughs> Nudist or not on your Nelly? Oh, not on your Nelly. Not in Anglesey? <laughs> Out of my hut. <laughs> Morning. Culture vulture or beach bum? Oh, God, a bit of both, but uh, beach bum, really, I guess. First aid kit or first aid shit? Oh, first aid kit. I'm quite good. <laughs> good. And then tip them or fuck them. Oh. That's basically, you know, I've to explain this every time, but you know, like you're, you're on holiday and someone's been really good to you, a lovely waitress or a lovely thing, and you're going, do you know what? I'm not going to tip them because I'll never see them again. Or do you tip them? <laughs> oh, good. That's what you have to explain. It's yeah, not. yeah, because I think certain guests thought we you tip them. Oh, then fuck you fuck them. them. <laughs> well, you fuck them, then you give them a tip if they're good. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I tell you what, I'm tipping, and more than that, I like. I'll say to the manager afterwards, I'll, I'll keep a list of who I really like. I'm such a dog. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, I go, Manuel was magnificent at yeah. breakfast every morning. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I don't know if it does any good, but it's nice to say, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you so much, Sarah. Have you had a good flight? Oh, it's been fantastic. Brilliant. Thank Five you. star service. Oh, good. Now go and collect your luggage. <laughs> Thank you, my love. Bye, love. <laughs> Thank you for flying Alan Air. You can, of course, catch Sarah Cox on Radio 2 Tea Time, Monday to Friday. But please check out her brilliant book show, Between the Covers. And you can catch them all on BBC iPlayer. I'd love you to rate the podcast. We'd love five stars. Ops. And uh, just keep coming back because we love having you on board. Alan Air. Hello, Alan Davis here, inviting you to join me by listening to a new podcast, Seven Pillars. Each episode, I'll be talking to a famous guest to discuss seven significant cultural influences, inspirations or experiences. Seven things that help shape them, that they loved or that they return to again and again and hold a special place in their life. From films and music, books, food, places and memories, the podcast are seven questions that will spark stories for the guests and give the listener an insight into the minds and passions of some of the most interesting comedians, actors, writers, philosophers and raconteurs around. Starting with comedian Romish Ranganathan in episode one, which is out now. And in the coming weeks, we have Hollywood actor Walton Goggins, comedy legend Joe Brand, author and intellectual heavyweight Jay Perini and many more. You can find the show by searching Seven Pillars on all podcast platforms.